And so the inquiry continues. Considering some of the surprising comments I've received, it's time to make it clear in the very first paragraph of today's blog that I am neither endorsing nor condemning the products I write about. Like me, some of my readers have expressed interest in them and wondered if we could take them as chronic kidney disease patients. I like Juice Plus, but as the first blog of the month explained, that won't work for us for a number of reasons. By the way, Janet Cook has requested that the doctor who is the company's medical advisor answer some of the questions I brought up in the blog. Last week, I explained why Prove It, enjoyed by many I know, would not be a good choice for us. This week, it's Isogenics. I thought it was interesting that their website is tailored according to the country in which you live. The URL for the United States is http colon slash slash www.isogenics.com slash question mark sc underscore lang equals nus. I have an even more personal interest in this one since one of my daughters has just begun their program. She's interested in becoming healthier than she is right now since, even exercising assiduously, she's beginning to notice her changing body and the internal sensations that displease her. From the website and discussions with my daughter and her friends who adhere to this regimen, it seems like the shakes are the basic products. My mouth started watering when I read the names, creamy Dutch chocolate, creamy French vanilla, and strawberry cream. Uh-oh, cream. That must mean milk. Sure enough, each contains both milk protein concentrate and low-heat non-fat milk. That means I'm out since I'm lactose intolerant. But I was curious about low-heat non-fat milk since I'd never heard of it before. Diary America at http colon slash slash www.dairyamerica.com slash product slash grade low heat explained it this way. Spray dried grade A low heat non-fat dry milk is the powder resulting from the removal of the fat and water from fresh grade A milk. It contains the lactose, milk proteins and milk minerals in the same relative proportions as they occur in fresh milk. The product is made from fresh, pasteurized non-fat milk to which no preservative, alkali, neutralizing agent or other chemical has been added. What is more important to us as CKD patients is the chart I found when I scrolled down the page. It's based on 100 grams. Minerals. Calcium 1248 mg iron 0.4 mg magnesium 110 mg phosphorus 993 mg potassium 1674 mg sodium 494 mg zinc 4.08 mg. The serving size of the shakes is two scoops which equal between 59 to 61 grams depending on the flavor. The program calls for two shakes a day so we need to double that for between 118 to 122 grams a day. I'll be doing some rounding off here, but that means you'd be taking in about 1048 milligrams of phosphorus per day. Um, my daily limit is 800 milligrams. I think there just might be a phosphorus problem with low heat non-fat milk for CKD patients here, she understated. Now that's a bit convoluted and based only on the low heat milk powder that is one of the ingredients in the isogenic shakes. Let's try this the simple way. Each shake contains between 348 and 350 milligrams of potassium. Let's take an average of 349. Multiply that by 2 since you drink 2 shakes a day on this plan and you have 698 milligrams of potassium. That doesn't seem so bad since my limit is 3000 milligrams per day. Oh wait, there are also snacks and a full meal required in this program, as I understand it. The ESA lean bars, snacks, range from 130 to 480 milligrams of potassium. We need to double that since two per day are necessary. Let's say we're partial to chocolate cream crisp which has 480 milligrams of potassium. That's an additional 960 milligrams of potassium. So now we're up to 1178 milligrams of potassium. 
that's not over my limit, but I still have a balanced meal to account for. Can it be done? Sure. How? Carefully, very carefully. Let's take a look at the sodium in the product since that's another big restriction with chronic kidney disease. My limit is 2000 milligrams per day. 240 to 265 milligrams of sodium are in each shake. Double that for the two shakes a day and you have between 480 and 530 milligrams daily. Add in two snacks at between 60 and 140 milligrams of sodium for another 120 to 280 milligrams of sodium. Totaled, you have between 600 and 810 milligrams of sodium. There's still plenty left over for that balanced meal. However, there are substances that are hard on the kidneys in these shakes, flax seed powder and psyllium seed powder are just two that jumped out at me from the ingredients list. The shakes also contain alfalfa leaf which is often used to increase urine production. I am envious my daughter can use this product to get herself back to the kind of body condition she's used to, but as a CKD patient, I'll have to say no, I can't use this product, no matter how much I want to. I'll take preserving my remaining kidney function to an easier way to get back into shape any day. On another note, I was astounded to discover that all three of my chronic kidney disease books are on sale via Amazon in a dozen different countries. Whenever I finally think of checking on their progress, I find another country added. In addition to indexing the books, I'm considering offering the print copies on barnesandnoble.com. Any thoughts on that? I was also considering offering what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease on Nook as well as Kindle since my digital books are less expensive than the print ones. Does that ring anyone's bell? On a personal note, I am happy to report there is no travel scheduled until next year, so I get to stay in my very own office working on kidney projects. Oh, happy day. Until next week. Keep living your life.